What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Schmidt Talkers, where we talk a little Schmidt about our health. I am Dr. D with Dr. Lenz, and today we're going to talk about living intentionally or living with intention. Okay. So what does that mean? Just jumping right into it, living intentionally. Well, let's, let's paint a picture. When this is being recorded right now, we're about, we're around springtime. We're coming up on a lot of people's spring break. Um, and people are, you know, the weather is starting to warm up in colder areas again. You know, people are starting to feel the warmth under their little tootsies and they're getting ready to go and they're wanting to start making changes again because after the new year, you know, statistically, a lot of people just fall off and that's just the way it is statistically, right? This isn't my opinion, it's just the way it is, right? So it's springtime again and people are like, all right, I got this, making new goals, getting my spring body ready, baby, and getting back into it. So, or maybe the same goals, or maybe the same goals, but they're getting back into it. They're ready to go again. So living intentionally, how are we going to make that happen? So I try to paint that picture yes. there. So we've got to start taking action, right? Yeah. I think taking action in general is living intentionally taking action towards the things that you say you want over and over and over again. So being specific with these actions and throwing away and throwing out the excuses that we allow to give ourselves, that we allow ourselves to give ourselves. <laughs> really, did that make sense? Because that's what I see happen and what I used to do over and over and over again was make excuses to why I couldn't do something. Time, school, work, money, can't do it, fail, didn't, you know, like, so this is why we wanted to bring up these in living intentionally because it is a vicious yo-yo cycle. We see it all the time with people, the same time of year, you know, over and over again. And that's why we're calling this living, not a fad diet. We're saying like, this is intentionally living. And this, this, these things that we're going to, it can be carried on with anything, not just health, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think with me personally, I love the whole idea of living intentionally. And probably the last few years, I've taken that whole thing and really amplified it. Because what I started to figure out in my personal life, in my personal journey, whether it be with my own health, which that's kind of how it started when I was younger, because that's what I was really focused on was health. And then it's evolved to other things, finances. Like you said, it can be any part of your life is I knew that there was not going to be anybody there to save me. I started to learn that and it sounded harsh. It sounded whatever. It kind of makes you feel sometimes sad, whatever. But the reality of it is, and there's the old saying, the ships aren't coming. No one's coming to save you. And I had to learn that truth. And that's when I started to realize, okay, so I'm sitting here thinking to myself, no one's coming to save me for whatever issues I'm having. So I need to take it upon myself to start taking action. And in order to take action, I had to start making specific steps to get to whatever goal 
or whatever I'm trying to solve or help myself with, I had to start making specific steps. Those specific steps or an idea of steps that you know you need to take to get to wherever you're trying or what to solve whatever problem or to get to whatever goal, that's what living intentionally was to me, is that it was up to me to start making action, actionable steps, living intentionally, living in the direction that I wanted to go for whatever problem I was trying to solve or whatever goal I was trying to achieve. I had to start in that direction because something else that I learned, not only was no one else gonna save me, but that my goal or solution or anything wasn't just gonna pop out of thin air. Life doesn't happen like that. The idea that I used to have when I was younger, and I don't really know where this came from, but the idea that I had was that things in life were just gonna happen to me. The good things in life were just gonna like miraculously happen to me, um, whether that be anything. It was like, I almost, you know, like the movies, I thought it was like destiny. Like I thought things were just going to be magically, who I was supposed to be was magically going to be there. And as I got older, I started to learn that's not how it worked. Things that I magically wanted to be there were just not magically there without me taking action in those steps. Good or bad, things didn't just magically happen. So I knew that nobody was gonna come save me and nothing magical was going to happen to me so that I needed to start taking actionable, forward progression, intentional mm -hmm. steps because I intentionally wanted something to purposefully, ugh, that's a long word, right? <laughs> happen to me. I wanted it to happen to me. So I had to start walking in that direction because I wasn't gonna be like Aladdin where a magic carpet was gonna take me to my magical world. life and whatnot. You know, it just wasn't gonna happen. You know, so I think living intentionally became really, really big for me. And I think one huge aspect of living, living intentionally and one thing that is really hard in the health realm or whatever realm you're in, even when you're trying to focus on your finances, is no. You have to say no a lot. You have to say no to a lot of people that you feel care for you because, and this was hard for me because um, I am very much a people pleaser. I will put others in front of myself, but in the end I was hurting myself with my goals. So a big one, and you don't, this doesn't mean you can't socialize. So I think sometimes people, you know, feel like they can't socialize. It takes saying no to extra drinks. It takes saying no to eating an immense amount of pizza or pizza at all, to be quite honest. It takes saying, it takes going to church, but then also getting in your workout because that's what you said you were going to do. It takes saying no and doing a lot of things, hyper-focusing on those things that you really don't want to do when it comes down to it, but that's what you said you wanted to do at the start of the week or the start of the month. And you got to stick to it. And like for me, the beginning of my journey, a lot of times like I used school, what like in undergrad, like my freshman year, probably I would say is the, when I struggled the most with, you know, eating better and, um, and working out because I wasn't 
used to um, it being totally up to me and I was heavily influenced by my friends or my family, whatever, and they didn't have the same goals as I did is I didn't feel comfortable in the size I was. I didn't feel healthy. I didn't feel good. I felt quite honestly, I felt fat. Um, I felt like I didn't, I just wasn't comfortable with myself. And that's what, where when you look at yourself in the mirror and you're, you're sad or you don't feel good, you literally don't feel mentally or physically healthy. You have to start saying no to these social norms. Doesn't mean you can't go and hang out, but you need to do what is best for you. And you have to be hyper-focused. And this is going to bring me on to another point is when I was in college and I was working, I worked always while being in school, and I know you did too, is you have to be able to budget your money. And so another big excuse is I don't have the money or time, right? Really, it's not make it's not you spending more money when you're trying to be healthy. It's really saying no to the things you're used to doing and swapping it out for some for um, something more healthy. And that can be related to finances, a health being healthy um, financially. Uh, you know, not going out to eat, not getting alcohol when you go out to eat. That's really expensive. Um, it's swapping out these, like, I have people tell me they don't have money for things, but then they go out to dinner. We don't go out to dinner, right? Because we're, we're chipping away at things financially. So that's that intentionally living towards your goals. It, it, we live so much in the now and pleasing others in the now that we're not focused on ourselves in the now and then also our future. And I'm getting on a rant right now, I feel like, but like another point is I see people become, all of a sudden they go to the doctor, they get diagnosed with something and if they would have started two, three, a year ago, two, three months to a year ago with me, like they said they wanted to, they wouldn't be in the position that they're in now at the doctor getting these results back. But you and you didn't decide to live intentionally towards those goals a year ago, six months ago, three months ago, and that's on you. That's not on anyone else. And it sucks when you think of it that way. Like I'm stuck with me. I'm not stuck with, you know what I mean? So I had to start thinking that way because I was such a people pleaser and I still am, but I had to learn to care for myself first and live for myself first. Yeah. So there's so many things I want to say off of that, but I don't even know where to start. <laughs> we but both talked I guess, for five minutes yes. like each yes. and then it's like, okay, let's go. <laughs> so <laughs> my pits are sweating. I guess. <laughs> so I guess the first part I'll have to say, I think you make a great point about saying no. I think that's a great just thing in general that's a part of living intentionally is there is going to be a lot of saying And you're no. going to feel bad probably. Oh my you gosh, I mean? you're going to feel horrible. You're going to feel like the bad guy. You're going to feel uncomfortable. You're going to, it might even make you sad. But listen, when you're laying in bed at night and you feel horrible about not, like you don't feel good because you did do, you know, that feels worse. So <laughs> that life feels worse. And this is like what I'm about to say is probably sounds like a parent, right? But <laughs> Life comes down to choices. It's yeah. as really as simple as that. So when you have a goal or let's say you have a bad enough problem and you're like, I need to solve this problem, you have to start living intentionally. And living intentionally basically means 
that you're making choices in one path rather than another. You're making intentional choices towards your goal or solution or something that you need or want to happen. And everything else that's not in that path, technically you're saying no to and you're, you're making a choice not to go down that other path. Yeah. And I think you gave, you gave a lot of great examples. You know, first, the individual that goes to their doctor today and is, say, diagnosed with something could have made intentional choices a year ago to go down a different path or make the decision to go down that different path. But what commonly happens is, yes. let's say they have a family that doesn't support them. So they're trying to eat healthier or clean up their life and somehow or go to the gym more but their spouse or their kids or their family in general surrounding family doesn't support those choices it's hard for that person to say no i'm going to be confident enough to go down this path so they don't they fall into their family path but then a year later or how long later they're diagnosed with this who has to deal with that problem it's the person it's them they have to deal with the diagnosis they have to deal with the issues that they're dealing with now, even though they felt bad saying no, they just want to be included with the family, whatnot. But now they're having to feel the blunt force of what's going to happen. They don't, nobody else has to deal with it. They might hear you. They might listen to you. I'm so sorry. I feel bad for you. But in the end, the person that has to deal with the pain, the struggle, it's you. They don't have to deal with it. They don't feel it. Yes, exactly. And go ahead. And the last thing I was going to say, and this is a classic example. When I was in undergrad, going back to those stories, I was just a country kid. I moved down to Fort Lauderdale. All right. Everybody's partying. Everybody's having a good time. I'm a young kid. What do you think I want to do? I want to party, have a good time. Just want to have a good time. Right. I'm from a small town going to Fort Lauderdale, Miami area, man. Just want to have a good time. You know what? All my friends were going out partying until it hit me in the face with my first biology test or my first biology lab results, and I get a 40% on it, which me, coming from a small town, I was straight A's, 40%, whoa, I'm gonna fail, life is over. I know, a grade to a lot of people, they're like, not a big deal. It was a big deal because I thought I was gonna flunk out because I was going out and having too much fun. And I had a best friend, I loved him, best friend at the time. I had to start saying no to him to go out, and I had to start spending my weekends and my nights in the library. That's all I started spending my time. How do you think that made me feel? Not like a very cool guy, not the fun guy. I felt bad for my best friend. I disappointed him, whatnot. You know, it wasn't fun saying no to that person. And it's not the first time I've had to say awkward no's, but I knew that I was like, I have to get this degree and I have to keep moving forward. And the reality of it was he heard me when I said, I got a 40%. I'm gonna flunk this class and I'm gonna be held back and have to go more classes, whatnot. He heard me, but I hate to say it, it, it didn't affect his life all that much. He just wanted me to go out and have a good time, which I loved having a good time, but he didn't care whether I was gonna be held back like I cared. That mattered to me. Well, yeah, and it's more money too. <laughs> yeah, so I knew that I had to start making intentional choices and I had to start saying no, and that felt bad. But that's just my personal example of those no issues of, something intentionally I wanted to happen and I knew I just couldn't go this other path and make that thing happen. Yes. And that's, you know, one thing I think that's a common occurrence when you're trying to make changes in our social 
our cultural, cultural, cultural <laughs> norms are not to eat. Um, like when we go out to an event or a family event, you're going to be eating chips. You're going to be eating crackers. You're going to be eating pizza. You're going to be eating all this stuff, carb heavy, fat heavy, um, processed food. And you're going to go to this party, this family event, and you're going to say, I don't want any of this. Where's the fruit and veggies? And where can I find the freaking salami so I can have some protein here? Or you bring your protein shake like Derek and I do. Uh, hello. That is like an open door for being made fun of, right? So I've gotten made fun of family events. Derek's gotten made fun of at family events. We still do. Oh, you're not going to eat that piece of bread? Look, Lindsay, you can't have this piece of cake. It's like, I just choose not to have that. See, and that's one thing that I tell, we tell our ladies is not, I can have that piece of cake, but I choose not to. And you need to stick up for yourself because you are trying to live intentionally towards your health goals. I don't want that piece of cake to spike up my blood glucose. Why don't you say that to them? And they'll be like, huh? What? <laughs> you know, just kind of stick up for yourself in that realm because, I mean, I used to sit there and take it and then I still would be like, I know that I'm going to be healthier for this. I don't feel bad for myself. That's another thing. You shouldn't feel bad for yourself for not having a piece of cake. Oh, I can't have a piece of cake because I'm trying to lose weight. No, not having that piece of cake because I, I can have it if I want it. But what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to reach my health and fitness goals. I'm trying to be better in this aspect of my life. You know, that, those mindset swaps can be huge. And going off of what Derek said about, you know, not going out, it's the same thing of like, not saying you don't, you can't go out, but it's the same thing as far as saying, I don't have time to work out or I don't have time to, um, make food at night. Well, you can always get up an hour earlier or, you know, get up and get moving an hour later in your day, put the kids down, do a workout. We have ladies that do that. We have ladies that are getting up earlier and it makes them feel good because they're getting so much done. And then also having a set time to meal prep your food um, on the weekend. So then you have like, for example, your lunch is ready or your breakfast is ready. Um, that alone is allowing yourself to live intentionally towards those goals every single day during the week. Sure, you might have some chocolate or you might have a piece of pizza, but you need to really get back on it and not let that happen over and over and over again because those aren't your goals, right? Just like if you're trying to save up, maybe your husband, you know, got a pay cut or maybe you got a pay cut or you're trying to pay off a credit card. Well, what can you cut back on? Probably going to be the chips that we're buying at the store or the cereal that is unneeded or the bagels that are unneeded or hey, maybe we go out to dinner three times a week or go get fast food five times a week. Those are all things that can be cut down on and meal prepping can solve those things and say no can solve these financial things. And before you know it, you get your credit card paid off. And I, I don't say that to boss. I say that from experience. <laughs> I say that from having student loans and credit cards and stuff because I paid my way through college and undergrad. I'd take out loans and that's, I'm not complaining but you got to take control of anything in your life and live intentionally to reach that goal. No one's going to do it for you. No one, nobody, and nobody. Nailed it. And I think to, <laughs> to round that off, like don't feel bad for yourself. It, you're making intentional choices to put yourself in a better, better position. position that you want to put yourself in. Okay. Don't feel bad for those decisions. All right. 
be proud of yourself and be confident in yourself knowing that I'm trying to put myself in this position that I want to put myself in, which means I can't do something else and I don't feel bad about it. I'm sorry. I'm going to do it and feel good about it and be confident about yeah. it. I mean, I think it, that's what it comes down to. And it's scary. And that's something though we try to help our Team Schmidt Fit Ladies with. And what we really hone in on on DrLindsaySchmidt.com is the meal planning, how to get a grasp on your foods, the relationship with foods, and then movement, our workouts, weightlifting. And we really, really want and we have a community that's working together through life, learning, progressing, doing better, you know, thinking better and living intentionally. And it's just been amazing to see people. And if you are someone that feels lost or need help, you should totally join us because we do have an amazing community. Um, and you, yeah. And if you want to contact me, um, you can go on Instagram, Dr. Lindsay Schmidt. You can email me, Dr. Lindsay Schmidt, gmail.com. Um, and Facebook too, you know, that's always there as well. And all the resources are on Dr. Schmidt.com. And it's a perfect opportunity with our spring challenge coming up to join us. And that is also on drlindsayschmidt.com. <laughs> All in and one, baby. personally, honestly, when I was making changes in my life, I did a lot of them alone. Doing it alone can be a very lonely, hard, tough journey, all right? So if you don't have the support system or anything around you, I personally, in my positions, I wish I would have had someone or a community of people there. So that's another reason that if you're making changes in your life, whether it be, I'm gonna do the spring challenge, Join our group. We have so many supportive individuals that will be there to support you. Or maybe the meal plans, doing the workouts, uh, changing up your skincare, adding supplements in, things that make you feel uncomfortable. It's great to have a supportive system. You know, Dr. Lenz and myself will always be there for you. Yep. And we have a giant group that will also be there to support you as well. And that is huge. And last thing I want to add on to that is we'll put all the resources in the show notes so you can click. There'll be links to anything that you want to check out. I'll be sure to put those on there for you guys. I love it. And we love you guys. Thank you so much for taking your time today to listen to this. We hope it was helpful in some way. And please never hesitate to reach out if we can ever be helpful to you. And again, thank you for listening. Please share and we'll talk to you guys next time. Love you.